0: Welcome to Knowledge Counts, a podcast of the Canadian Institute of Quantity Surveyors. I'm your host, Wendy Hobbs. This episode, we're talking to Carla Sapliski about lean construction. Carla, what do we mean by lean construction?
1: Lean construction, or what we refer to more often now as lean design and construction, is the adaptation of lean thinking principles that support project delivery flow end to end, which means from the inception of the project through design of the project and construction execution. The goal is really to achieve um, the customer targeted value through continuous elimination of waste and leveraging talent across the total team for the best possible outcome. So this is really about innovative thinking and practices to help our projects flow better. This is what I call flow efficiency, which overall means we are getting the work done and executed better, smarter, and faster, um, which means we have to break out of our silos. It means that we have to function together as a collaborative team for the betterment of the project.
0: What's the history that led up to lean construction?
1: The Toyota Way history is that uh, back in the 80s, uh, post-World War II, there was a lot going on to rebuild Japan and Toyota, and there was a number of resources that came in to support that process and some very talented uh, industrial engineers within Toyota that converted all of these nuggets of quality management and um, and a variety of different uh, techniques into a business system that really functions smoothly to have cars flow down the line from the time the order occurred to the time that it was delivered to the customer in, in record time. Having just the right tools and just the right materials, just the right information at just the right time. Uh, on the design side for cars, also it was how do we have a beautiful collaboration to really delight our customers and have this perfect vehicle have zero recall because we have such perfect quality. So so that's where it started. It has evolved since then, and this name of lean was assigned to try to expand the use of this business system and concept to apply to just about every industry and sector that we see today. Um, Construction is actually one of the latter ones to the party to uh, pull these concepts into practical use. But back in the 70s, some gentlemen down in the U.S. uh, started the adaptation of uh, these principles for construction and had evolved it. It's just uh, been only the last couple of years that it's made it up here to Canada. So Canada's uh, currently um, learning a lot and catching up really quickly to uh, join the party and and pull it into our own region and space to be more competitive.
0: What's your approach to implementing a lean approach to construction? So what is the approach for lean design and construction?
1: There's sort of two avenues to it. Uh, One is how do we look at it inside of our company and the other is how do we look at it, utilize it inside our projects? So first, as we look at our companies, the first question of lean, the first principle is how do we maximize customer value uh, while eliminating this thing called waste? And so value is such a key point. And customer and who is our customer is a key point. It's really about internalizing for our company, how can we be the absolutely awesome at delivering value to our customer. And that's really our reason for being. So the first principle in Lean for Companies is to connect with how do we be the best us we can be. And that was really the number one principle at Toyota Way. And then after that, everything else flows. It kind of gives us our compelling reason why we're here. From a project standpoint, the angle is similar, but a little different. We have a supply chain or a value chain of players in the mix that start with the owner and includes consultants and a whole array of talent, architectural engineering, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it goes into more of the builders and the contractors and the trade talents and the suppliers that feed into this entire value chain uh, that starts with the owner's concept or need or requirements and it ends in a, a building or something that is, is produced. So that is still the same Principle, which is how do we have the best possible value for whatever it is that we're building? So, all variables included on cost, quality, and delivery and timing, how do we really wrap ourselves together as a team on achieving that? That's always the number one principle
0: for applying this lean thinking. What's the process of lean and how is that different than standard construction? I think what's different about
1: lean thinking as it applies to our project delivery is that there is a different alignment that occurs up front between the owner and the consultants and the contractors involved. Today, we have commercial agreements and litigious contracts that actually put people in silos and maintains silo behaviors. It actually sets up adversarial relationships. And one of the things that's notably most different about lean is we break those down very consciously regardless of which contract type we very deliberately start with values alignment and start with um, aligning of milestones and timing and all those kinds of things that sound like it should be a given but when there's a concept and an idea and then there's a design it doesn't necessarily connect with the realities of execution of what contractors and builders have to Uh, produce uh, to meet that design and uh, in a way that meets all of these value requirements of cost quality and delivery so uh, to come back to your question this is really about alignment up front and breaking down those silos so we have a smooth flow of work and every technique we've got supports that deliberately breaking down the silos and barriers in our current um, contractual arrangements and work execution last but not least Our project management is also different. We move from a traditional, detailed, critical path management schedule to a more agile construction milestone management. It's an engaged planning and scheduling practice that's focused on reliable execution of work, factoring in all the variation that is inherent in our construction industry.
0: Carly, can you explain what we mean by IPD? Lean and IPD are linked
1: together in our conversations in this lean design and construction world. Lean thinking is the ideology and methodology um, to make sure the business systems and the flow of work is really uh, coming alive to achieve that value for the customer. IPD, or Integrated Project Delivery, as is, uh, is a commercial agreement that breaks down barriers by nature of its design. It's about having the most, uh, the the best shared risk reward uh, scenario captured in a, a legal contract, so that all parties involved are really focused and aligned in discussion, and there's no barriers um, from the contracts themselves. So. I look at it as IPD is the Cadillac of all contract types that makes it most possible for lean thinking and this lean methodology to come alive on our projects.
0: So is IPD
1: always lean? I would say overall, you can do lean without IPD, but you cannot do IPD without lean thinking practice. It's set up for success to be... However, I do think there's natural struggles on applying some of this lean ideology inside an IPD contract, no different than any other project. Our projects have lots of complexities, lots of challenges, and uh, so how the tools are used and how the techniques are used to ensure everything is flowing, there's always going to be challenges. But I think IPD is the most lean of commercial agreements, and it sets the stage for success better than anything else can. Uh, I believe that any contract type can exercise lean thinking and principles and practice. However, there's natural limitations with those other contract types. And uh, while uh, there are many who would throw up their hands and say there's nothing we can do... In the way of lean because of our contracts there are many that are breaking down those barriers today and getting really fantastic results off contract types that have been previously thought of as as siloed and and promoting adversarial relationships when there are individuals breaking out of those norms and applying uh, these really um, collaborative techniques uh, with a lot of success
0: how does lean help a company at the human level
1: The application of lean thinking definitely supports the attraction and retention of talent and workplace culture uh, to a a much uh, happier place in any company and in any project. Why is this the case? I think that... Uh, the scientists that studied Toyota and all of these different sectors applying lean in the aftermath realized that there were really two key components, two tenants to this lean that didn't really come out in the first applications of lean thinking the Toyota way. And they realized that respect for people And continuous improvement is really what this system is fundamentally about and so if you look at it that way this lean thinking as it's applied when we're focusing on value and the customer we are actually trying to engage all employees all individuals involved in the process of figuring out a better way of doing our work that engagement is what's so so key that's the culture of lean that every project and every company is after that has really spawned uh, the understanding that this is about a people-centric or people-first uh, approach, because if we want people really engaged, then we need to deal with all aspects of what make people what causes people to become engaged, and that is regardless of which generation you come from, regardless of your background, regardless of your role. If we want everybody's brain turned on and truly respecting deeply all the talent that we have, regardless of what role you are in, if you're sweeping the floors, frankly, or you're building something, or you're designing something, or you're a president, CEO of a company, if we're truly trying to engage everybody, then our approaches really need to really need to leverage all of those human resources and people systems aspects uh, to our companies and ensure that that's alive and well in each of our projects as our companies individually engage.
0: How does Lean look different from a trades perspective?
1: I think the trades of our industry um, have been used to a traditional approach where they uh, come into projects and are told what to do on what timing without regard to the realities of the work. And because our traditional project environments um, are pushing timelines in a certain way that really results in all of the issues building downstream, our trades folks in our traditional projects are used to having to uh, do things uh, very, very quickly Uh, and sometimes potentially compromising quality. And so what a lean project looks like for a tradesperson is more of a engaged a bit earlier in the process to have more of a contact with the design, more constructability review, if you will, and say, hey, you know, this might be a better way of doing what you want to do, whether it is a a poor sequence on a project or it's a how we're going to deal with the piping connections or how we're going to uh, deal with circuit connections. Um, Our trades folks have talent to contribute. So a lean project engages that talent earlier and then on site when we're actually executing the work they are involved in the process of what is a realistic Um, commitment to get the work done and so it's actually about a network of promises and commitments in execution and they're engaged in the process of planning as opposed to someone telling them you need to do it by this date they're engaged in the process to navigate the series of networks of commitments between the trades to ensure we have smooth flowing handoffs so it's a different engagement altogether Um, I know from working with a number of different projects and and trade partners that uh, it's it's very satisfying to actually be have your opinion heard and actually engage in a process of how do we find the best way of, flowing, of doing this work and flowing the work between ourselves, dealing with the handoffs better so we're not tripping on our own rework from trade to trade. In our own silos, we're actually connected together. So it feels very collaborative.
0: As a lean coach, what are your roles in a lean project?
1: My role in lean design and construction has been very interesting. And for any individuals who play a coaching role, it's about helping individuals understand and connect with their world and seeing a different path forward and helping them move forward and improve forward. And uh, I've been involved in discussions and conversations and um, think tank work for industry uh, overall for our region. To help promote and move this well, ideology so that we can gain more momentum and, uh, and improve faster and better because this industry needs it. I've also supported projects specifically as a coach to help the team members see and realize a different way of being. And then the hope being as well that they carry that into their um, their companies and into future projects. On a company level, uh, I work on, how do we be the best company that you can be? So what's your? let's improve your business performance. What does operational excellence look like? And then this lean thinking just really supports that. Lean is not meant to be a corner of the desk thing, or we improve when we have time. It's really about how do we pull that into our world. So the the process that individuals need to go through to internalize this is what I help with.
0: What does Lean look like for a construction company? Lean in a
1: construction company looks like an engaged culture of high-performance teams who are achieving outstanding results. So what this really means is that operationally, we are executing at a high level of performance, high-quality work, is evident everywhere in our processes and in the result that we produce. It means that innovation in multiple forms is being used to support the work. So lean looks like respect-based behaviors, and that means we have respect for ideas of all employees across all roles. We want continuous improvement thinking, and we want leadership that supports all of that to come out, which is that servantile type leadership. This means also that the company vision, mission, values, and strategic planning is clear and connected so that every individual understands their contribution to the whole. That's the engagement we want. Since Lean is very visual, uh, Lean has visible information, visible tools um, radiating out, and there's signs of these techniques that are evident everywhere for planning, trigger systems for execution of all types of work, dashboards, uh, and information that flows freely and, and keeps people engaged. Um, Lean is done very much through plan, doing, and actioning, and we learn lessons from that action, and we are constantly evaluating how did it work, and can we improve and continue to make it better. A lean company is very aware of value and waste, first and foremost, and their customers would really feel cared for, and so that's what it would look like in a construction company. It's a mindset, it's a philosophy, yes, but it's also a business strategy with fantastic principles and tools and this absolute steadfast commitment to delivering value for our customers.
0: How do you get employees engaged if they don't buy into the concept of lean? One of the
1: biggest challenges is in implementing lean is engaging people to what this is all about and some feel that it is a a crazy leap of faith Um, others jump in with both feet and and run i think any change for any company has a natural bell curve there's those that are early adopters that get it and run and there's those that are anchor draggers and then there's a a grouping in between and what is so uh, awesome about lean powerful about lean is that it is integrating change management, which happens at an individual level. So it's about how can we apply action to convert attitude? And that's our cycle of learning that we're always after in lean is let's apply this technique, this process map, and let's put the resistors in the room with those that are early adopters that are running with it. And let's really talk through the work, the real work and what's not working. And let's understand how everybody feels about what's going on and although that sounds really soft and mushy the feelings are real for people and they are grounded in a reality of something that's occurring that's a pain point that's an issue that's our work that's not that's bottlenecking that's breaking at a certain point so we try to objectively get to those kinds of conversations through action through techniques to convert attitude every company I look at Uh, applying lean to how can we fuel the momentum in the company and get it past the tipping point that's what we're trying to do with each company with each project with this industry is how can we convert more anchor draggers and those that are hanging out in the middle just waiting to see what's going on Um, let's fuel this movement with specific actions prove this these concepts out in practice and uh, create converts and make this movement flow
0: what's stimulating the growth of lean construction in Canada
1: the lean movement and how it is fueled in Canada across this lean design and construction industry is through a number of ways. First, on a national level, uh, there's an organization called Lean Construction Institute, and there's a Canadian chapter. There's chapters all over the globe. Um, the uh, headquarters, if you will, is is in the U.S. But this organization is trying to bring together players from the value chain in our Uh, in our industry to Imagine different ways to push this uh, this way of thinking forward, so that we can flow, as evidenced by flowing our projects better, improving our ability to attain schedule and requirements for our owners, and improving the uh, the the cost and budget management for projects, and ensuring we're delighting, um, creating amazing structures. So this construction institute has um, has training, has education, has networking opportunities. So those kinds of things are, at a national level, um, are fueling the movement. There's also conferences. There was just one in um, in Montreal here last week that I was actually at, where there was an exchange of ideas and, and not only presentations to stimulate people's thinking, but working sessions to, uh, to engage on complex problems, because these are not easy problems that we're working on. On a more regional level, we've got community of practices. Uh, a community of practice are inspired individuals that share a practice for a common purpose. And so there are lean community of practices that are occurring in, across Canada. Uh, we have a community of practice in uh, in just about every major centre that is uh, made up of individuals from across the industry, inspired equally by trying to figure out how to work on these problems to stimulate this movement. And on an even more local level, there's... Um, there's local construction uh, associations and architectural associations and uh, a PEGA and a number of players that are all dancing with how do we have innovative thinking come in and support this lean This design and construction as an industry and so there's there's many that are feeding in uh, to this same pool of innovative thought, innovative practice leveraging uh, BIM VDC uh, which is our building information modeling and our virtual design and how that comes into uh, our projects as well as um, uh, pre-fabrication and modularization which is what we build in a factory to come into our projects uh, and everything in between for artificial intelligence and technology and all of those moving pieces and parts, there are these lovely groups that are and associations that are trying to support the industry in a common way.
0: In what ways does lean add value to a project?
1: As we think about value as it pertains to our projects in construction, uh, value we often associate with cost. That is the most common association. How do we get the lowest cost for whatever it is we're doing? And that is what we're after, for sure. But when we start at cost it puts uh, our projects in sort of a funny an, a space where we're focused more on efficiency and less on what it is that we've been asked to build and the other aspects of value that we don't talk about as much. So value in lean is a multi-dimensional picture that cost is one part, but the other factors are all very critical and we spend time on all of those factors and they include aspects of quality, um, architectural design and appeal it includes delivery and the timing that we need to get things done and the other requirements and aspects from an owner standpoint and whether we're talking about a school a hospital we're talking about uh, another institutional building or some other commercial application or industrial uh, factory or plant um, they all have their own unique picture of value, multi-dimensional picture. In Lean, we call that target value. We're after a target value design that we want to pull into reality, execute, uh, and construct in reality. So we start early on with this value and engage all parties to this discussion up front to ensure that our target value design, as it evolves, because it's Obviously, a complex picture of of nested, integrated design pieces and elements and architectural beauty and all of these kinds of things, and obviously functionality for whatever it is that we're building. All of these pieces need to come together. So there's an iterative design process uh, that is centered around the target value so that Whether it's um, regardless of what it is, we're always circling back on budget and we're circling back on schedule. And as we have different ideas, we are doing more scientific decision making at very uh, collaborative points in a collaborative way to evolve this design together as opposed to uh, punt the design over the wall to one person and then punt it to another person. And we have this linear point to point kind of design. Um, We have instead more collaborative focus on this target value multidimensional. dimensional.
0: What do you mean by scientific decision-making? Lean thinking at its core
1: is about taking our subjective views and our personal feelings and pulling them into an objective scientific approach and space. Uh, We want to depersonalize things, so we uh, create the best grounds for innovative thought and collaborative work. So that scientific approach means that we are... Uh, breaking down our decision making and breaking down our problem solving in a very specific way. If we talk about decision making first, in our lean project deliveries, we want to have decisions that are clearly articulated what decision we're making. We want to have the various factors that affect that decision and the alternatives or the options, if you will, to that decision clearly laid out. Then we literally want to go through a scientific rating process on these different points of value, these different factors, dimensions of value. Um, And we actually look at cost last. We look at all of these other factors and then weigh cost in and go, what's the best decision as a group? We want those kinds of decisions to be made with the diversity of architects, engineers, um, builders in the room so that we make that decision really well once. We're trying to make these decisions once and not have to go back and revisit them again and again and again because we've neglected a certain factor or specific piece of data. And so we want to really hold ourselves to that kind of a process. So that decision-making differs from, I think, our normal decision-making where we get in a room, we talk about it, we don't necessarily have structure attached to it, and the loudest voice in the room or the loudest personalities may end up driving the decision-making instead of it being the best possible decision for the project all things included. So the scientific uh, decision-making process, I think, is really key for our lean design and construction as an industry. Problem solving is also an important aspect to thinking in this scientific approach, we often jump to conclusions when we're problem solving. We point fingers on who and blame first. And what Lean is trying to teach us to do is ask why. Ask why, 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 before we jump to the who. When we jump to the who, we neglect to consider all of the environmental or other considerations that are going on uh, surrounding what happened. And so we don't get a really complete picture. So part of our scientific problem solving approach is to really understand what happened in a no blame kind of a way. Explore the why, explore the different causes to the effect or problem. And again, there's a bunch of techniques that help us do this to ensure that we're coming at uh, a really logical breakdown of the problem, and therefore a better set of possible solutions. And we treat it almost as an experimentation process. So it takes out all the personality of it, um, and creates a more objective approach to problem solving, which breaks down barriers, uh, improves the engagement level, uh, and has all kinds of other benefits. So the scientific approach uh, is, uh, is extremely powerful and such an important part of this um, lean thinking ideology.
0: Some things are inherently subjective. How do we make those objective? What a great question. How do we
1: take the subjective and make it objective? This is so very relevant for our design focus in that half of our total supply chain for our built environment. Beauty, as an example, is a very subjective term that we can try to break down in terms of, uh, say, appeal. Um, How do we match the building with other architecture? How do we have balance? How do we have form? All of that is part of beauty and more. Lean thinking in design is focused on collaborating with multiple parties to dissect these things and gain an alignment with a goal of reaching decisions together and understanding this with a certain clarity so that we can understand the trade-offs for our decisions. There may be a cost to achieving this match of architecture. Um, That needs to be part of the conversation and it's not always part of the conversation today. So those kind of inherently subjective things we want to bring out on the table in a more objective way. And we may not get it perfectly objective, but through these highly collaborative and transparent decision-making processes and tools that we have access to in Lean, it really flushes out the conversation much better so that requirements can be met, decisions can be made in the best
0: interest of the project, the customer, and the end user of the space. What's the owner's role in the Lean process?
1: For this industry to really move forward in this lean ideology, the owner's role is so critical in this process. Uh, Owners decide which commercial contracts, which commercial agreements they're going into. Owners engage in decision making. Owners engage in the process in a very specific way. The owners are the customer in this whole value chain. And they're a critical part of engaging in this whole methodology so that it can best support what it is that they're looking to build. So our focus, I think, needs to be more on how can we educate owners on how this whole value chain can move differently so that it can ultimately uh, more powerfully better achieve the target value design that they're after. Uh, So I believe there's a huge education process that needs to occur uh, across lean design and construction to educate owners so that uh, they can see the value in what this whole process um, can deliver. And it feels very different than traditional construction. And it might mean a different level of engagement that some owners are not perhaps accustomed to or perhaps want. But the value that is comes out of it for them is enormous. And so again, first principle of lean, um, how are we maximizing customer value um, through this whole value chain using continuous improvement and respect for employees um, and eliminating waste along the way? The customer is the owner. Um, And sometimes it's the end user the owner is representing. And so it's such a critical part of this whole chain um, and entire movement.
0: We asked Carla, what is the most significant aspect of lean thinking to her?
1: Engaging people in problem solving is the key. If we actually fixed what bugs us about our work, whatever our work is in this built environment, whether we're an architect, whether we are a mason worker, whoever we are, if we fixed what bugs us about our work and dealt with what gets in the way of us doing the value of our work, that's when the magic really happens. So problem solving together, everywhere, in teams, allows us the right lean mindset, um, allows that to happen. And I think that's really what unlocks the potential of lean. What's the positive impact for the construction industry with lean? There's a lot of positive impact. Improved working cultures, attracting talent, attracting the new generation to join in this fantastic industry, awakening innovation, gaining huge in productivity improvements. And if that isn't enough, The gain for our industry is for projects to be delivered in less than half the time, believe it or not. Less than the original budget assumptions and with more satisfaction uh, in these amazing buildings and structures and spaces that we create.
0: We've been talking to Carla Sapliski about lean construction. For Knowledge Counts, I'm Wendy Hobbs.